Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and today, I cannot believe I have to say this, don't tell ChatGPT or Google Bard or any of the large language models anything personal about you. I don't believe I actually have to talk about this. I mean, we've known for years that if it's free to you, you're the product. Look at Facebook, look at Twitter, look at et cetera, et cetera. Google, for example, if you are using a product for free, it is data mining the ever-living bejesus out of you, and I think that's important. And what prompted me to actually do this video and podcast was uh, Tatum Hunter of the Washington Post, who put out a really good article on this, and thank you very much, Tatum. I'm cribbing, you, I'm cribbing from you just a bit here, but we know that these things have privacy issues, and since open AI, uh, makers of ChatGPT, Microsoft, and Google have all introduced these chatbots. Millions of people, if not billions, have experimented with essentially the latest way to search the internet. Obviously, it's more conversational. It's giving you uh, direct results and all of that as opposed to like a list in Google to say, oh, here are five potential websites that can answer that question. It's a lot more exact. And so obviously, questions come up on the privacy side of this, and we're going to go through those. And so the first question, and this is also the first question that Tatum puts out there, is our AI chatbots basically saving my chats? And the answer is yes. ChatGPT, Bing, Bard, you name it, they are saving it. So in Google's Bard, for example, which is testing it with limited users right now, they've got a setting that basically um, that lets you tell the company to stop saving your queries and associating them with your Google account. And you can go basically to their menus and turn off that kind of activity to make yourself more private. OpenAI also lets you limit how long your chat histories are saved. You can go to the settings and turn off chat history and training. And the company says it will save your chats only for 30 days and avoid using them for artificial intelligence training as well. And so you have some options there, but understand if it's free to you, they're still going to take this and uh, keep this information for at least 30 days. And again, we are taking them at their word on that. Understand that ChatGPT also had the first data leak of these LLMs uh, like a couple of weeks ago or a month or two ago. Uh, you know, and Italy and Germany are looking at them and at various levels of banning uh, them or finding them for privacy during investigation. So understand right now just how new these things are. So the next question that she asks is, are these companies, what are these companies using my chats for? And basically it's training. They are first and foremost training the artificial intelligence to provide better answers. So if you, let's say you ask a question, the AI goes completely off the rails, they can start looking at that to say, oh, okay, uh, clearly we need to tweak something, hone something and all of that. But it doesn't always stop there. So Google and Microsoft, which launched basically um, an AI chat version of Bing in its search engine back in February, all of their privacy policies are leaving room to use your chat logs for advertising. And so that basically means when you're typing in a question about, I don't know, underwater basket weaving, you might start getting advertising on that, you know, whatever it is. Now, this may not necessarily bother you, but if you're talking about health things, Obviously, giving that information to a digital advertiser is a huge thing. I start talking about, I don't know, let's say I have diabetes or whatever. Now I'm going to get advertisements for insulin pumps or whatever diabetics need. These are the things that we are talking about. That is obviously a huge thing. And the Washington Post reporting in the past has shown that some of these symptom checkers like WebMD and Drugs.com are sharing potentially sensitive information, such as whether, let's say, you're looking up depression or let's say you've got HIV, along with other serious things, they're sharing it with outside ad companies as well. This is a clear violation of HIPAA. Data brokers on top of this are selling huge lists of people and their health concerns that buyers could basically, uh, you know, 
take. This can include governments, insurers, wherever they're selling this. That's a huge thing. Some chronically ill people report disturbing targeted ads that follow them around the internet as well because they're simply Googling these things. And so AI chatbots are going to be no different. They're going to ingest this information. And so naturally the question is, well, if these things go off the rails, do humans basically that work for OpenAI or Google or whoever actually look at this? And in some cases, yeah, they have human reviewers go in and audit these chats. And that basically means they're going to see what you're asking this thing as well. Google, for example, and Google is a horrible offender at this, saves some conversations for review and annotation, storing them up for four years. Reviewers don't see your Google account, but the company warns that barred users or warns barred users to essentially avoid sharing any personally identifiable information in chats, specifically for this reason that includes your name and address, but also details that could identify you or other people that you mention. And so this is something as well that you're basically feeding the beast when you're talking about this. And Google in the past, thanks to a Wall Street Journal expose back in, I believe it was 2018, we know that they're letting people into your actual Gmail accounts, third-party contractors into your Gmail accounts for education and training purposes, and they can read your unredacted mailboxes, not to mention their engineers and all of that. There was a case of a 27-year-old stalking like a 15-year-old girl or something like that. It's a hot mess. So the other question naturally is, how long are my chats stored? Now, companies collecting your data and storing it for long periods obviously create privacy and security risks. And so if they get, let's say, breached or hacked in some way, shape, or form, that's obviously a huge problem. Or if one of the parties that they are sharing your data with get hit. That's a supply chain hit, and that's obviously a huge issue as well. Now, OpenAI's privacy policy says the company only retains your data for, quote, only as long as we need in order to provide our service to you or for other legitimate business purposes, end quote. Now, that could be indefinitely, and a spokesperson talking to the Washington Post declined to specify that Google and Microsoft can store your data until you ask them to delete it. And so, there you go. The logical question is, given all of this, can you actually trust these chatbots with things like health information? And obviously, they're going to be better than your typical Google search at giving you information, but the information you provide can be interesting because it doesn't mean that we should rely on chatbots, even if they're better than Google at giving information, to provide accurate health guidance. These models have been shown to basically make up information and present it as fact, or their uh, wrong answers can be honestly plausible, but not accurate to what your health concern is. They also pull from disreputable sources or fail to cite. One of the things that, that um, uh, Tatum mentioned in her article here is that she went and Googled something and it actually pulled up like the temperatures of like Shih Tzu dogs or something like that, as opposed to what she actually needed, which was the reference source. And so obviously that's not going to give her accurate information. Now you pair all of this with the human tendency to place too much trust and recommendations from these artificial intelligences. And then obviously you've got a misdiagnosis. I can tell you a story from myself. You know, I thought back, uh, made the guy, this got to be like 15 years ago even more maybe, that my appendix burst. I woke up one morning and within an hour I was on the floor and couldn't move. And instead of calling 911 because I'm a nerd, I dragged myself over to my laptop, went to WebMD, and WebMD told me that my appendix had exploded. That was literally not what had happened to me, um, you know, and it was something else. But this is what exactly we're talking about, you know. And so there you go. And so the natural question is then, is there a safe way to search for health information given that you can get demonstrably false information? information out of a chatbot. And if you don't want your health concerns sitting on a third-party server, uh, you know, basically going down to advertising and all that, one, 
don't do it. Number two, you can get privacy protecting browsers that strip trackers out. You know, Brave is a good one like that. You know, there's a whole bunch of different ones out there that you can use, but nevertheless, um, you know, understand that that if you're inputting something into uh, one of these chatbots, uh, you know, even if you're using a browser, they're still ingest a good browser like Brave, they're still ingesting that information because you're giving it to them. And so if you don't want your health concerns basically there, just don't simply do it. And before you sign up for any AI and chatbot service, and it's just basic, basic stuff, learn the limitations, learn the understanding what it is. These things hallucinate. If you don't know what hallucinate is, go Google AI chatbot and hallucination. These are things that we're talking about. Read the privacy policies. I always read these things. It's a pain in the butt, but I do. You know, every time I'm looking at downloading an app, where is it made? Where Where is the headquarters? Does it look like it has good software development or am I opening up and exposing a risk into my phone? Was it made by the North Koreans? Probably don't want to install it. And so understand where your data is going. That's just 101 at this point. So there you go. Make sure that you are uh, keeping safe with these things, but as we continue to use them, and I use them myself, I don't give them personal information, and I know that anything I type into this thing can be read by others, specifically the company, or can be sold to others as well. And so hopefully my Brave browser that strips all the trackers is preventing me from seeing a lot of that advertising, but I understand that they're going to try and create a fingerprint for me and simply do that. So there you go. That is your news of the day. Just be safe out there. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.